0: It's my pleasure and honor to welcome everyone to the Anxiety Warrior Podcast and our host, Elka Schultz. Been there therapist as shares her experiences and strategies, professionally and personally, on tips and strategies to help manage and lower stress and anxiety. These resources are practical and accessible for all ages. With awareness and practice, people are enhancing their lives daily. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Anxiety Warrior podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the show, Elka Scholes. Elka, how are you? And I cannot wait to continue (laughs) our conversation where anxiety comes from, because what I learned last episode was this is something I have to look at uh, with different people who suffer from anxiety or any mental disorder is that there could be underlying causes That doesn't mean that, you know, it was just based on a specific event, like we've talked about in other episodes. Am I correct?
1: Well, especially this episode, I'll be listing a few (laughs) things that are on our plate um, for sure.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and continue the conversation.
1: All right. Yeah. So um, we have uh, 12 layers. It sounds like a lot, Neil, but a lot of them do make sense. And I and I think they're common sense. So reality is another one. And that's the one you were you were um, uh, hinting about. So things like, you know, decision making or multiple decision making, Um, perhaps it's finding a job, perhaps it's a, a job interview or uh, managing finances or struggling with debt. Um, it could be a looming deadline or, you know, some of the big things, exams, moving, interviews, perhaps a court hearing, uh, perhaps it's upcoming surgery. So here's the thing is these things, life, life has a, a fun way of um, not doling these things out evenly. Let's put it that way. So uh, we usually get lambasted with, um, you know, we get dumped on. And um, so one of these may give you a little bit of anxiety, perhaps though three would put you over the top. So here's a a few things is know your limits. So if you can um, space some of these things out, so let's say you're having exams, um, you know, you know, when your exams are, well, then maybe it would be a good idea not to be planning a trip or moving within that week, um, giving yourself a little more space because um, these things are uh, pretty high. Um, and it, it's, it doesn't mean that it's a, a bad thing. I mean, sometimes it's exciting too, right? Um, but we just have to yeah. know our limits. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've had people come to me and, uh, they thought something was wrong with them, but when they described, uh, some of the situation that they were in, I, I would say to them, you know what I would have anxiety too. Um, and there's antidotes in the book and, and a few little stories and really, um, you know, sometimes life is just going to have that. And so looking at the a light at the end of the tunnel, and also looking at, um, you know, there may be an end to this. Like exams are over, um, you know, are moving. You actually do move and settle in. So um, these things do pass. But again, just always know your limits. So another another uh, source of anxiety, and these two kind of go together, is overstimulation, and also FOMO, F O M O. Uh, it stands for fear of missing out so what's happened in our world and um neil i think you're a little younger than i am but yes <laughs> um i grew up this is going to really date myself but i grew up with a rotary phone and a party line so um, okay i
0: had i had the, i mean i had a rotary phone but uh what was the other thing
1: a party line. So we shared the phone line with our neighbors and we lived in a subdivision. Oh, I could—I so. guess
0: well, I didn't do that. So I didn't. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so, so, so no answering machines at the time, you know, if you phoned somebody, they weren't home. Well, you just have to try again. And, and that's just not, you know, happening. And then, um, you know, years down the road, answering machines were uh, bigger than a shoebox. And, um, and then we got in, I remember, I remember the first time someone showed me their fax machine and they were just, um, aghast with the magic of this technology. So, um, but here we are now, um, you know, my daughter fast forwarded, uh, she grew up in a household with a computer. Uh, she grew up in a household, uh, with a TV and, Um, I already had a cell phone and her brother, her older brother, ended up buying her a cell phone. So, you know, going from cell phone to rapid text to computers, gaming, TV, none of these are negative things. However, what happens is now that we're in this place of uh, cell phones and texting, our bodies have shifted into expecting a text. So, this expectancy, and again, it's not a negative thing. It's just, again, one more notch of this excitement. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, whether you call it stress or anxiety your body is not in a relaxed state. So it is actually a thing. And, um, and, and of course, uh, you would recognize this. And when you kind of calm yourself, you can kind of think, oh yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for a text. I'm hoping somebody calls me or texts me back. And um, even with emails, you know. So um, here's the thing is, uh, how can you slow down? Um, maybe there's times that you shut your cell phone off. Um, and we talk about sleep hygiene. So shutting off all electronics, any screens, at least an hour before bedtime so that your brain gets the idea to slow down. Um, the other thing is too, even gaming, um, that wasn't a thing when I grew up, but, um, very popular now, just kind of be mindful that these things are stimulating, and they do get us very activated. So, um, you know, if you are prone to anxiety, you may want to regulate that in yourself or for your children too. So then um, I'll keep going.
0: Keep going. This, okay. is, this is just, again, great information because Elka, how much does this help families at this time when you talk about these things to identify? Uh, so that you catch things before it just gets so far, far worse.
1: Oh, yeah. I had, um, I had one teenager uh, and she was having trouble sleeping, trouble doing her studies. Very lovely uh, young woman. And, um, and also because of not sleeping well and, ha- and of course having anxiety, um, you know, was uh, also uh, not feeling well and acting out. Um, and, um, so we talked about this and she actually on her own, um, she, uh, went ahead and told her friends, she was going to shut her phone off at nine o'clock and, uh, because she didn't want to hurt their feelings. And, uh, you know, of course, um, I mean, she would be up, up till all hours in the evening, uh, in the night, uh, returning texts and not sleeping and not doing her homework. So it gave her a chance, um, to let them know. So she shut her phone off and that phone stayed off until the morning so she could relax. And, um, yeah. And so that's what we need to do sometimes is kind of take a break from these things and, um, um, you know, let people know. So you're not hurting their feelings. So they know too, that you're not going to answer them. Right. And you're right. Definitely. We have to, yeah. we have to think about it as a family as well. And, um, and actually that's one thing too, is, uh, when we have dinner, we don't have their, our phones, <laughs> Um, actually when we get together, our family, we don't, we don't have phones at the table. So that's just something we've done. The other thing we don't do is, uh, we don't bring any electronics into the bedroom. So it keeps, keeps things kind of clean and gives you some, um, gives you a break. So, um, just being mindful of it. Okay. So Definitely. I'm going to go to the next two and, um, I can, um, I actually probably can, uh, lump lump the next three. So social and cultural beliefs. Uh, this one's really interesting. And, um, And if you feel like it's a good time to end, I'll I'll explain it because it's one that uh, listeners, you'll want to think about. uh, Um, Definitely.
0: We're good. We're good so far. This is really great information. Okay,
1: Mm -hmm. okay. So one of the things that happens is um, and this is just natural, um, but we don't always think about it. So we talk about it, though. We say that kids are like sponges. And from six and under, we have no filters. So we're absorbing information. And so Neil, I'm gonna ask you, (laughs) I'll put you on the spot here. (laughs) Um, Why do you think that if, consider hunter gatherers, consider tribes, let's say we're all living in a tribe and why would the children need to absorb everything from the tribe? What, What do you think that that was for?
0: I have no idea. That's, uh, I guess, I mean, just to really pass on information.
1: Yes, absolutely. And there's, there's, um, uh, it, it expands from that. So part of that is, yes, they need to absorb the information, but what they're absorbing is the beliefs of the tribe, and the reason for that is to fit in. The other reason is for survival, and this is really old in our limbic brains. And um, so nowadays, and this is why I've lumped the two of them because social and cultural, cultural comes from our heritage, um, generational, um, perhaps. um, So German is gonna be different than Japanese or indigenous. So, you know, we're getting these belief systems that get passed down generationally. And then social beliefs, can come from our neighbors, our teachers, our ministers, even a store owner. So a child is constantly absorbing the beliefs and um, from their tribe. So families, I mean, um, you know, people blame their parents a lot for things that we've learned. Uh, Don't just blame your parents. Um, We get it from everywhere. And some of these beliefs, What happens is the brain thinks they're true. And um, so, but here's the thing, what happens and why it creates anxiety. And I'm going to just name a few common beliefs just to get people started, but there's lots in the book. And um, so things like you have to work hard for a living, opposites attract, um, I'm not relationship material, money is the root of all evil. And a lot of us have heard this, um, I'm not good enough is a very common one. Blondes have more fun. Um, toughen up. Get over it. And so you think that these aren't uh, beliefs, but they they are. And uh, there's many cultural beliefs too, like I was saying. But anyways, so here's how it creates anxiety: is we pick up these beliefs, but then our bodies. Don't believe it. So um, here's a little one, a story. So maybe as a good daughter, I think I should, and I'm emphasizing should, <laughs> um, have the Christmas dinner. And, uh, but I really, my body doesn't want to. All I experience is stress and anxiety. However, I grew up being a good daughter, and a good daughter should um, have the family gathering. So, um, so when we, The signal for a belief is when we feel we should, when we feel we must, or we think we need to do something, those are little signals to us to sit back and go, whoa, 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 where is this coming from? Where did I learn this? Because those are not um, necessarily um, what we feel. And um, and what happens is actually that will take us to another uh, layer of anxiety of self-doubt and that questioning of yes, no, yes, no, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And we've all had that kind of experience. So um, the thing to do is not all these beliefs that you picked up are negative. Um, however... Um, They're not a good or bad. None of them are a right or wrong or anything like that. The thing to do is if you're feeling a conflict with something that you should.
0: Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yes. I was gonna just. um, uh, Yeah. So if you're
1: feeling a conflict of uh, one of these beliefs is just kind of sit back and go, okay, where did I learn it from? And, um, you know, trust your body and that we'll be talking more about that later
0: i mean trusting your body is such an important part of it you know if you don't do that i mean we just got to look at these different things in so many ways i mean it just it makes me really think Alka, and i think that's the why you do why you do what you do as your mission right
1: well what happens is and these are um you know these layers uh as i bring them forward neil is um you know when we talk about them it they make sense However, what I notice is that we don't, they don't, they're not so obvious all the time. And, um, and these belief systems, um, you know, there's lots of fun antidotes. Um, They're not all negative or unhappy stories. (laughs) It's just that they don't always fit. However, we've adopted them because perhaps my grandmother did it. And then my mother did it. And now I do it. And I don't even know why I do that anymore. And so, you know, uh, so there was this little girl and it was um, Easter time and um, her mom was making a ham. So very traditional. And um, the mother would, she chopped the uh, leg off the ham to put it in the pot. And the little girl said, well, mommy, why, why do you do that? And she goes, well, I don't know. She said, um, because uh, your granny always did it. And so let's ask granny when she comes over for dinner. And um, so granny came over for dinner. And so the little girl asked her granny and said, well, um, you know, mommy cut the leg off the, the ham. And I'm just wondering... You know why why you did that and she said i don't know (laughs) my mom always did it so we'll have to ask great granny when we go visit her uh later today so when they visited the great granny and of course you know the little girl she was just all excited she had to ask her why were we cutting the hand the the leg off the ham and she said well honey it was the only way it would fit in the oven And so you know, here's a little simple antidote. It was passed. uh, This story is not my story, actually. It's a. It is a story though, and um, you know, it was passed through the generations of these tiny wood stoves that uh, we had as pioneers, and um, so it had to be cut so it would fit in the oven. And after a few generations, you know, the women didn't know why they did it, but it's because their mothers did it. So. Um, it's just a simple, a little habit, and uh, I, I don't know if you'd call it a belief, but it's just some of these things that we do, we don't even know why anymore. So, um, you know, always go back to trusting your body, and um, uh, uh, yeah, and then uh, you can figure out your beliefs, especially if you're struggling with them, because um, the self doubt can certainly create yeah. a lot of anxiety.
0: So that's a that's a that's a great story because that's the thing when dealing with people who are suffering from anxiety never give them extra things to think about never make (laughs) certain changes make sure that they understand that you understand them that sometimes they can't process things as quickly and it's not because of intelligence it's because of their anxiety
1: yeah and anxiety that's true neil and um you're right. Anxiety can have us blank out, forget things for sure. It can block, do a lot of blocking. And this second guessing, um, really, um, can create a lot of self-doubt and, um, perfectionism, uh, ties into that as well. Um, you know, trying to do things right, trying to be that good person or good son or good daughter and, uh, or good mother or good father. I mean, it's, um, you know uh, can we be good enough and um and relax in that i mean it doesn't mean we we can slack off or or, or lower our bars i'm not talking about that but exactly. you know yeah. can we ease up and um you know be human and be ourselves and um and so uh yeah, and I I don't know where we are for time, but um, um, close to running out wrong. of time,
0: so that's fine. And uh, okay, and and so again, awesome. And as we go into the third part, three of where anxiety comes from, and everyone needs to make sure that they're taking notes, and they can also <laughs> go back fast forward. But there are going to be show notes available as well on the website, and that website is
1: well, it's AnxietyWarrior.ca. And certainly the book Anxiety Warrior will have uh, these explained um, very well. So,
0: exactly. And at least to that point, and you can learn more antidotes from that. So, and really how to, to really do this, but you provide such great information. And we appreciate again what you're doing here on the Anxiety Warrior podcast. And I'm learning so much, Elka, and I look forward to talking to you next episode. Thank you. All right. That was the Anxiety Warrior Podcast. Take care, guys. Thank you again, Elka, for this valuable information. It is a thrill to add these resources and getting them out into the world. Feel free to post comments and questions and to share. For more information on Elka and to get her books, go to www.anxietywarrior.ca.